by Gods and Kings takes place in the world of Dunai and is based on the tabletop RPG. For more information on the tabletop RPG or for more information on the world of Dunai, please visit our website www.bygodsandkings.com. Chapter 2 The March Through Solaria Zolara and Pendle emerge from the shadows of the cave with the heat from the Solarian desert already penetrating their armor. Sweat forms up beneath the heavy plates and they are forced to step back into the confines of the shadowy cave. Pendle, feeling the effects worse than Zolara, looks at the smaller seraphim and shakes his head in disbelief. How can anyone survive in such a climate? They were created to, replies Zolara confidently. The younger seraphim peers out of the cave and examines the landscape in front of them. The dirt beneath their feet is bright orange and reflects the light of the massive sun that perpetually hangs overhead. The soul bone were created to withstand extreme heat and arid conditions. We are the ones who are at a disadvantage. Pendle scoffs before removing the plated armor on his shoulders. His chest is heavily scarred but also incredibly hairy. I'd remove yours too. It might be a bit too warm for plated armor here. Zalara thinks about it for a moment and complies. Though his skin is not protected from the blades of the soul bone, he will not succumb to the extreme heat. He drops his heavy armor beside Pendle's and removes the plates hanging over his legs. His body is completely exposed, sands a cloth around his waist. Pendle, having thought ahead, pulls out a small cloak in a satchel and tosses it to Zolara. He examines it before slipping it on, immediately pulling the brown cowl over his blonde hair. Don't forget your weapon, states Pendle as he grabs the dagger that Darien instructed him to bring. Zolara reaches down for his gear and finds the belt that holds his mace, unhooking it from the plate armor and wrapping it around his. The two seraphim leave the confines of the cave and head out into the wasteland that is Solaria. The sun beats down on them from overhead as they trek through the immensely hot wasteland. The land before them is barren and flat with the exception of a few rocks and ridges coming up from the ground. No tree, blade of grass, or any other vegetation can be found. How do they sustain themselves here? Questions Pendle as he peers across the landscape. The same way we all do. Do the souls funnel to us from Dunai? Answers Zalara. He takes a step in front of Pendle as his feet crunch beneath the gritty dirt. The rays of the sun bathe the wasteland beneath the feet of the two seraphim. With each step, sweat beads up on their brow beneath their cowls. Their muscles tighten and their bones ache. The intense heat of Solaria was far more than anything they had ever prepared themselves for. The intense sparring Zalara experienced from the day of his creation did not prepare him for this hardship. However, with this being his first mission for his god, failure was not an option. He leads the way with Pendle slightly behind him, leaving footprints in the sand with each step. After several miles, a large spire can be seen in the distance. There it is, quips Zalara with a smirk as his feet continue to move forward. There is Nerilil's palace. Fantastic, moans Pendle as he brings up the rear. I can't say I was prepared for this. Neither of us were, but we have to make the best of it, replies Zalara cheerfully, feeling a new energy about him upon seeing the spire. Our destination is in front of us, so we are no longer wandering through the desert. Pendle smirks. How much further do you think we have? He questions while sulking along, dragging his feet through the sand with each step. One, maybe two more hours if we hold this pace? Answers Zalara, still maintaining his positive attitude. We will be there before you know it. Pendle takes a deep breath before falling to his knees. His hands find the hot sand beneath him and his head hovers over the ground. Zalara turns around upon hearing Pendle fall to the ground before him. The burly man takes a few deep breaths before looking up at the smaller Zalara with disdain and exhaustion. The goddess of illumination's best defense has been the terrain, he jokes while breathing in the hot, thick air. Perhaps this was a bit more than I can handle. Zalara moves toward Pendle and places his hand on his shoulder. He squats down and pulls the cowl over his head a bit more. Come on. We don't have too much further to go. We can do this. 
Zalara, I have failed Darien. I have failed my god, he says in an exasperated and distraught tone. I cannot go on. What are you talking about? questions Zalara. Of course you can go on. You don't have a choice but to finish the mission. Fendel shakes his head and smirks. My mind is willing, but my body won't allow me to continue, he states calmly. His eyes carry a look of defeat within them as he gazes up at Zalara. He reaches onto his side and grabs the god killer. Here, take it, he states with a sense of defeat. I do not have the strength to carry on. Zalara looks down at the large, burly man as a loud explosion rings from the distance. The two seraphim turn to see the armies of Darien invading and attacking the spire at once. Lightning cracks from the sky and slams into the ground around the spire with the winged soldiers emerging to repel the invading forces. The battle is already starting, Zalara. You must hurry. You must finish what I could not. But the mission is yours, shouts an angry Zalara. I am not the one who is supposed to do this. I am your support. Pendle rises to his feet and places the godkiller up against Zalara's chest. It is your mission now, Zalara, retorts Pendle firmly. He leans back with Zalara's hand coming across his chest to grab the godkiller. Pendle gazes up into the sky before his form changes from a large, burly man to a majestic eagle. Zalara stares up into the sky to watch Pendle fly off toward the cave they emerge from. He could fly this whole time? The young Seraphim turns back to the battlefield to see the armies of Darien continue to strike at the spire of Nerilil. Lightning flashes in the sky as the bodies of both sets of soldiers plummet to the ground below. Zalara adjusts the cowl over his head and begins his trek toward the spire. With each step through the scorched dirt, the action ahead of Zalara grows. Winged soldiers, the Soulbone, leap from the top of the spire with their weapons drawn in an attempt to thwart the invasion while the Seraphim from the ground call balls of lightning to strike down their opponents. In just under an hour, Zalara reaches the bottom of the spire. The fortress of Nerilo rests on the only mountain in Salaria. To the north, Seraphim soldiers clad in white armor charge up the mountain, battling the might of the Soulbone. To the south, Zalara stands with both of his feet firmly on the ground, staring up at the fortress. The path forward for Zalara is clear, void of any obstacles or soldiers that might slow him down. Ahead of him is a slight incline that leads to a set of stairs into the spire. The heat is still a factor, but with him being so close to his target, it no longer affects the young Seraphim. Zalara starts up the incline, moving at a brisk pace. Loud cracks of thunder and the sound of iron crashing against one another echo off of the stone spire. The sounds of battle are deafening. Once at the top of the slope, before the stairs, two winged creatures plummet from the spire and onto the ground beneath him. Zalara steps forward and looks down the incline to see the bodies of two soulbone cratered into the scorched dirt. Their bodies are mangled and lifeless. Not how I would like to go out, mutters Zalara, before turning around and heading back over to the stairs. The spire contains two sets of stairs that circle the building. The first set of stairs spiral around the outside of the building and is filled with soulbone casting spells and deploying special maneuvers to fight back the seraphim. The second set spirals around the inside of the building, and while Soulbone uses it to reach the outer spiral, it is relatively empty. Zalara steps inside the spire without any of the Soulbone seeing him. He covers his head with his cowl and remains in the shadows as best as possible. The Soulbone are all preoccupied with a vicious battle at hand, leaving Zalara to move up the spire una unabated. He creeps up the stairs slowly and quietly, ducking behind columns where needed to avoid being seen by any of Nerilil's forces. Zalara reaches the top of the staircase to find himself on a large platform. In the center, a golden throne rests with four orbs surrounding it, and in front of it, a majestic walkway leads to the other spiral. The carnage of battle can still be heard outside as Zalara sneaks up into the room. He reaches for the handle of the godkiller as several seraphim soldiers enter the room where Nerilil looks on and smiles. Adorable, she announces as she gazes upon the six seraphim who have entered the room. 
Each soldier grips their weapons tightly as they stare at the goddess of illumination. To do this, he asks while looking forward into the throne room. The Soulbone continued to fight off the Seraphim with more garrisons continuing to attack. Nerilil, with her long blonde hair flowing behind her, stands up prominently from her throne. She points at the oncoming Seraphim, ordering the Soulbone around her to keep fighting back the warriors of Darien. Metal clangs against metal with blades bouncing off one another and soldiers of each side falling at each other's feet. The Soulbone, with their massive wings, push the Seraphim back, though they continue to battle on the landing in front of Nerilil's throne room. Zalara grips the godkiller in his right hand. He holds onto the handle firmly while staring at the back of the goddess. I have to do this quickly and quietly, he thinks while staring past Nerilil at the carnage before the goddess. Zalara charges forward, with Nerilil's back still exposed. He leaps into the air and drives the godkiller into her back. Nerilil, stunned, turns back to see Zalara standing with a dagger in his hand. Impossible, she whispers as her eyes find the godkiller. Why is that here? The Soulbone stopped fighting the Seraphim, with the Seraphim doing the same. All eyes find the goddess as her essence begins to fade from within. Her eyes become pale as she takes in her final breaths. Someone, please tell my sister I love her. She whispers before falling to her knees and onto her stomach. The wound in her back glows yellow with Zalara's eyes trained on it. The Seraphim warriors shift their eyes up to their ally who just killed the goddess of illumination. Levity sets in as Nerilil's blood drips onto the stone floor. The fighting around her palace has halted with all of the Soulbone and Seraphim staring at one another. Zalara stares forward at the body of Nerilil as the world around him comes to a standstill. What have I done? We would like to thank everyone for listening to this podcast. More content will be coming out on a regular basis. For more on By Gods and Kings, please visit www.bygodsandkings.com or www.scriptcrypt.com.